Welcome, fanatics. This is the latest entry in the Diary of Doom. I am your tired cipher, Dylan, and join me as we look back on the rich history of doom metal and its sister sounds based on the recounted tales of its followers. Every week, we will have a different guest to spin their yarn. You can visit the website at diaryofdoom.com, follow us on Instagram, like us on Facebook, follow the podcast on diaryofdoom.podbean.com, and subscribe and listen to the podcast on iTunes and Spotify. Another questionable podfast, uh, pod other questionable podcast locations. If you have a question or want to pitch something to me or just feel like giving me some shit uh, or tell me to drink more coffee and get more sleep, then you can uh, do so at diaryofdoom1968 at gmail.com. Joining us for this week's chapter is my friend Irene, otherwise known as Black Metal Pastry Chef on the social media machine. Hello. Thank you for having me. Thank I'm you. I'm really for, excited to be doing this. Thank you for coming on and thank you for tolerating my absolute fatigued state. <laughs> I, I I completely I, I understand. <laughs> Last week. Sunday was like my only like day off during the week. So like yesterday I was very much in that position, but I've gotten a good amount of sleep now, but I've been there. <laughs> yeah. I, and just for, uh, as of this recording, uh, New Jersey got fucking slammed with a nor'easter. So there's a lot of snow out there and it just yeah. always, it's just a, a sleepy day. You know, I don't really want to do a whole heck of a lot. Um, snow just makes you tired and work yeah. was slow and, uh, just wanted to shoot the shit and talk about doom metal because I don't know, snow's kind of doomy in a way, I guess. I don't know. I know it's more like the black metal thing, but I don't know. I think you could I, throw it in there. I think you could for sure. Yeah. Although, yeah, definitely like black metal-y, but I don't know. It's still like blustery and cold and like... I, I get it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sad, dour. Sad, um, hibernating. Yeah. Isolating. But, yeah. So Irene and I met through my partner, Sarah, uh, because of your Instagram handle and kind of what it was about. Fusion of uh, black of like heavy metal fandom and baking. And obviously, everybody loves fucking baking right now. Uh, and by yeah. baking, I mean like <laughs> the baking bread and pastries. Um, although I'm sure plenty of people enjoy the other baking too, like me. Um, <clears throat> and we were at some shows together, but we didn't really know each other. But we formally met at uh, the Blood Incantation show that was on last on Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. <laughs> Almost a year ago now. Holy shit. I know. Hey, 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 babe, you want to you want to do something cool for Valentine's Day? You want to <laughs> go see Blood Incantation? And in reality, that's what happened. Uh, so, yeah, but we uh, but we met at Perfect that show. Perfect date night. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Got got wound, managed to sneak our way into a Kerrang article. It was great. Oh, you did? That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was really funny. Um I guess it just it didn't fall upon you know deaf ears that uh, Blood Incantation was playing on Valentine's Day. So there was uh, a journalist there, and she was is that the right word? A writer, a blogger? I don't know. Yeah, something. Yeah, journalist. I don't know. Someone covering the show. 
yeah I, so I, writer <laughs> whatever the nomenclature is uh they were you know looking for couples and they asked sarah and i were like hey do you want to do it and i was like yeah sure sarah was like all right and they asked us about it and i think they used like one line about baby yoda and uh our picture which was pretty funny <laughs> so but yeah that's my that's our uh really that short i see if i can find it <laughs> Yeah, I was, was there with the my friend shows. Caitlin. Yeah. yeah, it was fun. I, it's. I think that was like one of like the last shows that I went to before everything shut down. And it's like I don't know. It's crazy to me, like that. You know, like music fans everywhere now. Like we're going to be nearing that like one year mark of the last show that we've been to, and like I don't know. It sucks. I miss him a lot. <laughs> I know. I, I know. That was one of the only shows and we didn't really know it was on the horizon. And then in a grand, great big, you know, circle of things. I like you said, you're there with Caitlin. Caitlin is Nathan's partner for my I Hope You Suffer. So that's how all of this kind of comes around full circle in a very weird, <laughs> strange way. How everybody kind of got to know each other yeah it's it's, it's a pretty big network now <laughs> metal and podcasts yeah and bad horror movies yes <laughs> uh if you bad horror movies if you haven't you should go listen to the episodes that irene and i were on for i hope you suffer irene watched a movie called pigster that I'm never going to watch because it sounds like an <laughs> abomination. And I watched Encino Man, which is by and large a better movie. <laughs> yeah, Pigster was that 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 was it was a bit of a train wreck. But it was fun to record that episode. But I think also like we maybe spent like 20 minutes talking about the movie and then just moving on to just like talking about literally anything else um but <laughs> i i love that how? podcast <laughs> yeah how? how could you talk about anything but pigster i mean besides like the guar references that we made to like what the pigster looked like in the movie like there, there's not that much more to say but i will say like i i love I hope you suffer. That's one of my favorite podcasts. And Nathan and Caitlin also have Nate and Kate movie club, which I adore. Um, yeah. They, for their first episode, they did one of my all time favorite movies, Moonstruck, um, which oh, I had fuck, been like nagging. Did you, saying... did you listen to that one? <laughs> no, be no, because I haven't seen the movie and I was going to text Sarah if she wanted to watch Moonlighting. <laughs> Oh boy! Also I'm a great I movie, didn't. but very different. <laughs> I will not. Um, I will not be doing uh, that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I have been like nagging Caitlin to nag Nathan about watching Moonstruck forever because Nathan loves Nick Cage and will always be like talking about when he's watching a Nick Cage movie, and I'm always like, "Well, why haven't you seen Moonstruck yet, huh?" And so like. When when they did that episode, like I, oh my god! And I, I like I think that was like in the spring, like 
you know, somewhat towards the beginning of the pandemic, like when they sent me the episode mm-hmm. and I like made my whole fucking month. It was so good. I love them. And I highly recommend listening to that podcast, too, if you don't like bad horror movies. No, they talk about other movies and I, I was yeah. actually catching up on it today and it's a lot of fun. But yeah, big, big fans of that show. And I hope you suffer on here uh, <clears throat> and uh, working on doing some stuff with those with that crew in the future. So awesome. Keep your keep your ears tuned to that. Uh, Can't wait to hear it. <laughs> but back to you. So like uh, what were your earliest experiences with music growing up? Oh, um, I guess, I don't know, growing up, I, like, you know, my mom has always, like, loved playing music in the house and, like, always had the radio on, so I kind of grew up, like, inheriting, like, her old, her old records and my dad's old records and getting really into those and, like, you know, just kind of living in a house that, like, always had the radio on, which... Yeah, I loved. And I'd say that like metal, I kind of got into like a little bit later in life. I was like, mostly in like high school, I was mostly into like weird sort of trippy psych stuff. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And, you know, around that time, like I would kind of, you know, like I was into like Sabbath, but like more heavy, like heavier stuff than that. I was kind of like, eh, I don't know about that quite yet. Um, and yeah eventually I started getting more into like punk and crust and then like eventually kind of came around to metal and it's funny because like black metal I would say was sort of like the last genre I really got into because for a while I was just kind of like this looks so fucking goofy like (laughs) (laughs) like, you're not wrong (laughs) and like no and like I think eventually like I just I've, I've embraced the goofiness for what it is and I like, I love it, but um, maybe that's also with like getting older and being like, I, I don't take anything. Ser- I can't take anything seriously anymore. <laughs> um, but definitely like doom metal, I think, you know, from like being into like the like psych kind of stuff was like the easiest transition to make in terms of like heavier music. Um, but yeah, that's it's kind of like the general answer. <laughs> that kind of makes sense, though, that like even going into like punk and like crustiness, because there's a lot of like crusty aspects of doom metal, especially like when you get into like sludge and shit like that. Yeah. You know, uh, if you need any uh, frame of reference, you can go listen to the whole episode I did about I Hate God with August a couple episodes back. Um, but dear listeners. I forgot what to call them for a second. Um, yeah, uh, I I think that makes sense. I I definitely discovered a lot more of like the psych stuff uh, later on, and uh, like there's just there's just a swath of it. There's so many fucking bands, uh, yeah, that have oh, you yeah. know that have adopted the style and and whatnot. But uh, I think I went through the black metal a little bit beforehand before I just like dove pretty heavily into like doom metal still some good black metal that has come out though yeah yeah i mean there's also you know there's a lot of there's a lot of clownery in black metal too (laughs) 
so much clownery. Like, so much. Yeah. I feel like, especially like when I was in college, because I was in like a science program that was like, I was like flunking out or like on the verge of flunking out, like all the time I started to get more into like faster, aggressive stuff. Um, because I would be like cramming for like fucking organic chemistry and biochemistry. And I would be pulling like all nighters and just like hopped up on caffeine, just like, you know, let's just put on like a shit ton of like power violence right now, just because like you need to stay awake and like, <laughs> you need to stay awake and figure the shit out. <laughs> It, it is um, great music to yeah. work to. I mean, I like to put on like, uh, uh, fuck, what's the name of that band? Uh, they're not even a doom metal band. Oh my God. They're <laughs> like, uh, they're like a power violence band. Nathan fucking loves them too. Uh, all their movies are like, all their songs are named after movies or like based after movies or something. Fuck. What is that? the name of that band i don't know i'm terrible with like like i can remember band names i can't remember song names and i'm fucking terrible with album names so if you tell me like oh what's your favorite such and such album i'm like uh the purple one i don't like i i'll remember the color but i'm <laughs> yeah exactly uh i'm I have to figure this out. This is gonna drive. You said it's a power violence band. Yeah. Oh, Graf Orlock. God. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I like to throw in some Graf Orlock, and uh, that's always fun. But uh, I was, yeah. as I was just looking for that, uh, I was like, "Oh, nails!" Ha ha! I remember when I thought listening to <laughs> nails was really cool. <laughs> Same. Yeah. I, I will not deny there was a time where I, I liked nails. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I also just like, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say that like, for like working to, especially like being a baker when I would have to work like early morning shifts, there was no way that I was going into like work at four o'clock in the morning and putting on like, I don't know, ambient music or something like that. Like I was like, I need something that is going to like shake me away. Jolt you. And then usually, yeah. And then usually like the owner would come in and be like, turn this shit off. Like we can't, <laughs> <laughs> we can't do this. <laughs> yeah. I remember like I was at a previous job. I just like put my headphones on and that like my, one of my coworkers was like, what are you listening to? And I was like, I, I don't even remember what the fuck it was, whatever metal band it was. And she's just like, Ugh, how could, I can't listen to metal in the morning. You can't you sh you can't you shouldn't listen to metal in the, in the morning. I'm just like, first of all, I can listen to whatever I want to. And second of all, why the fuck do you care so much? And third of all, I, I don't know, for reasons you just listed, it is a perfectly great type of music to listen to in the morning because it wakes you the fuck up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was funny because there was, I used to work at a bakery in Bushwick and like I had to be there at five in the morning and every morning I would put on Cloud Rat, like just 
like at the time I was like listening to a shit ton of cloud rat and would like put that on and the owner would come in and like when it was time to open, she'd be like, you, you need to change this. Like you're going to scare the customers away. And like it was on one of my days off when like cloud rat was on tour and they stopped at the bakery and like posted no a shit. picture of them like eating there. And I was just like, if only they knew that like, I could not have gotten through those shifts without them and their music. Cloud Rat, you're listening. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's thank so you, Cloud Rat. Awesome. <laughs> Cloud Rat rules. They're super yeah. good. I really like them a lot. Um, got to see them last end of last year. They're fantastic. Yeah. I, well, I was going to say quickly before uh, regarding nails, my friend Ben, we were, my friend, um, we were t- talking about them and someone like asked, like, how would you describe? He's just like, they're just, he's like, and they're just like just hi- hyper aggressive band that just makes such a like just gratuitously aggressive music and uh i was like yeah that's a pretty like perfect way to describe them and it's kind of, i could never figure out like what their deal was i'm like are you like just angry people that attract angry people to your shows definitely that yeah i mean there's also definitely some like i know there's like i mean besides the fact that they have just like on Twitter, like become just like very whiny dudes, um, like <laughs> have defended like very problematic people. Um, and yeah, which isn't, I mean, like for a band like that, I don't know. It's like not, not too surprising. Um, like, yeah, it's nothing new. No, it's like, I don't know. I, I love power violence, but like, there, there was a time when I played in a power violence band with all dudes and like the dudes in my band were solid and great, but we like, there were many situations with the band, like shows we would go to where like, I was just like, I am fucking over this. Like <laughs> it's yeah, <laughs> it can be a I can lot. Imagine. I can imagine too, especially like being a woman like in in just such a like male heavy like i'm assuming i'm assuming like ob- like obviously overall genre of music but like i'm as- i'm assuming there's like a lot of just like dudes in power violence in the power violence scene yeah yeah there are and like i don't know i guess like because you know we like our band was kind of like hardcore slash power violence and we would like you know we played a lot at the meat locker actually like that was usually pretty fun but like i remember there was one time we played like a show in poughkeepsie at a pizza place and it got like really rowdy and definitely situations like that where i'm kind of looking at my bandmates and they would look at me like hey are you good like if if you if you want to get the hell out of here like we can and i definitely like don't think i would have like stayed in that band if it wasn't for them yeah moving away from power violence uh you are also a baker by trade and that's pretty rad and i have a really good reason as to why it's rad but how did you go down the route of baking i was living in montreal going to school and i dropped out and had to move back to the States because I was on a student visa. And so I came down to New York because honestly, because I like didn't really know where else to go. Um, 
I like grew up outside the city. So I was kind of like, you know, my family's here. Most of my friends are here. And I uh, needed to find a job. And uh, my friend Beck put me in touch with her friend Maddie, who was the manager at um, what used to be uh, Champ's Bakery. Because um, before they had like the diner over by Montrose, they also had a vegan bakery on Bushwick Avenue. And I didn't really have like any real kitchen experience, but she was like, you know, if you come in for a trail and like do like a passable job, I'll train you on the rest. And I guess I did okay. And yeah, that was like, it was like seven years ago now, I think. Um, and I've been baking ever since. Like it definitely started out, out kind of like I didn't, I'm definitely not one of those people where like, I've been baking my whole life. Like, no, I like, I just needed a job and kind of fell into it and like realized that I could be like good at it. And now, yeah, now I love it. And now I do like, I bake all the time, even when I'm not working. Um, but yeah, so that was pretty much that. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> well, you do a lot of um, regular bakes and um, also vegan baking. Like, what's the biggest difference between that? I really don't know. Is it just like the lack of eggs? Um, be like the lack of eggs and like butter and like milk, but butter and milk are pretty easily like substituted nowadays. Like there's so many non-dairy versions. <clears throat> Sorry. Eggs, replacing eggs can get a little trickier. It's, it's weird because the first bakery that I ever worked in was a vegan bakery. And so I kind of like learned like the vegan tricks first. Like I didn't, you know, after like a year of working in like a bakery, I like still didn't know how to like make meringue because I like was never working with eggs and mm. just like didn't know how to. Um, so I feel like, I, yeah, I kind of like learned it backwards um, in a cool way, but yeah, it's, that's pretty much it is like milk, butter, eggs, the rest of it, whatever. <laughs> so like, if if you if you since you did kind of like learn it backwards like is it hard for you to learn new like approaches to baking or like trying new stuff or does it kind of like is it like you know oh like a trial run and then i can usually nail it like the second time or is it just kind of vary on like what it is it kind of it depends it depends on what it is sometimes yeah, it depends on what it is. Like sometimes I feel like I can read a recipe and if I've done something like it before, then I'll kind of be like, okay, yeah, like I get the gist. I can figure this out. Um, other times I also get like a little like full of myself and will like be like, eh, I can figure it out. And then it doesn't work out. And like, I get really hard on myself about it because I'm like, I've been doing this for, like for so long, but like that actually, like, I still like fuck things up all the time. Um, also just cause like, I don't know. I feel like sometimes when you get too comfortable with something, 
then you can let your guard down a bit. Um, and like, I do that with like sourdough bread all the time where I'll be like, eh, I made a perfect loaf last week. So this one's going to be great. And then it will like not rise mm -hmm. at all and just be like a gigantic pancake. And I'll be like devastated and <laughs> realize that it's because I just like disregarded recipes altogether. <laughs> it's a learning process, but that's also like, I don't know. That is definitely something I love about it. And I think because I was like into science um, growing up, it like resonates with that for me. Um, it's like, I hate like the whole, when people are like baking is a science, but like, I don't know, sometimes it really does feel that way. And that, that can be exciting. Yeah. It's like, I think, uh, I think it, it was, was it Bill Burr? I think like Bill Burr said in one of one of his jokes, it's just like he's like, oh no, like it's just like baking's not. Everyone makes it out to be so fucking difficult, and it's so fucking easy. You just follow the fucking instructions. <laughs> it's which like to an extent is true. It's tricky because then for a lot of like with baking, then there's that there's always that factor where you put it in the oven and then it's out of your hands. If that cake in the oven collapses while it's in there, like there's nothing you can really do about it. And it's from something that you put in or didn't put in enough of before. And like, I, I know a lot of people who like love like cooking and like making soups and stuff like that. Cause you can like add as you go or take away. Yeah. <laughs> See, but I'll say like, I'm not really a big fan of savory cooking. Like, yeah, I, I prefer baking. I think because then like I like that point where like you put something in the oven and you're like, all right, that's all I can do. Like, that's it. <laughs> I, I respect that. It's funny because I literally just made soup <laughs> before this. It's I mean, it is it's soup weather. It's it is 100 soup weather. Soup weather. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> what kind yeah. of soup? Uh, this is like a I got and a, oh man, this is so fucking dorky. But like uh, to be talking about this, uh, I got an immersion blender for Christmas. Hell so yeah. I did that and I used <laughs> it on the potatoes that I put in there. So we'll see. We'll see how this one turns out. So uh, the other thing I just have really grown to enjoy doing is like making uh, chicken stock. It's a lot of fun. I don't know why, but I find it incredibly like I think it's because it is kind of like baking. It's just. All you do is just collect a bunch of scraps of, <clears throat> you know, vegetables, essentially, as you're using them and then keep a chicken bones and throw it in water and it just boils for like four hours and then oh, you yeah. check it. You know, it's like I love it because I can do oh, so yeah. many other things in the meantime. <laughs> God, this really is just like the fucking like the midday NPR show. <laughs> It, yeah, it's it's hard not to like talk about cooking and stuff without getting totally nerdy, but I'm here for it. I like I man, a couple years ago, my mom got me an immersion blender for Christmas that was that looks like a lightsaber, like the handle of it was oh, like a awesome. lightsaber handle. It was the coolest fucking present ever. <laughs> and it died. Um I think like, it was like a year ago and I was, I was so upset. It was like immersion blenders are awesome, but that one, like I have no idea where she found it, but that was like oh, my favorite kitchen awesome. tool for the longest time. That's awesome. 
So what are your uh, favorite things to bake? Definitely sourdough is up there, mm-hmm. um, which like, I don't know, is it's, it's, I think it's really fucking cool during this pandemic, how many people have gotten into baking sourdough. Um, I don't know. I, it's, it's something that I started doing maybe like five years ago and now I have like friends messaging me all the time being like, Hey, like my sourdough starter is starting to look like this. What should I do? Or like, Hey, could I get some sourdough starter? And it, it feels like when you're really excited about something and you like tell people that and they're like, Oh yeah, cool. That's great. But like, then they start to get into it too. Mm -hmm. Like, Basically, I love it because I have, like, more people to be a total fucking bread nerd to <laughs> now. Like, I, I love it. Um, definitely sourdough. I love I love making pie. Um, probably more than cakes, which I know can be controversial. But I, I do really love making, like, a, like a good, like, fruit pie. I don't know why yeah. we have to live in this world of absolutes. We can enjoy cake and pie. <laughs> In the same world, on the same plate, even we can, we can. That's true. I think. I don't know. I guess sometimes in like the baking world, to me, it's like felt like a competition of like cake is better than pie or whatever. Which like some cakes are good, but I don't know. I just I love pie, and I love like the process of it and like doing fun stuff with like pie crust. I love it. I will say this. I feel like uh, if you just want like a piece of something, I feel like the slice of pie at a diner is more appealing than a slice of cake. But I feel like if it's like a birthday party and the cake comes out, it's like a nice big spectacle and everything. That's what it's supposed to be. Like a cake is a spectacle, right? Yeah, that's a really good point. It kind of depends on like the occasion, I think. Yeah, I guess for me, like, I associate, like, pies a lot with, like, you know, family get-togethers, and so there's mm-hmm. that, like, nostalgic aspect to it, too, and also just, like, like pies in the summer when, like, all of, like, the best fruit are, like, in season. I, I don't know. I fucking love that. I love it. Yeah, I'm just, just going to point out there is a 100% somebody trying to get out of their parking space. I can hear it. Oh, can you hear it? It's so funny. I just hear <laughs> I can't even hear it because I'm wearing I believe it, though. It's, yeah, I live at, like, an intersection. Um, and so there's, like, a lot of parked cars out there, but they are all, like, covered in snow right now. Um <laughs> sorry <laughs> no I'm, no i'm sorry i just thought i was just laughing at it um yeah i don't know i i feel like i don't know pie pie does seem kind of more i don't know in some ways it does seem a bit more universal than like cake like you can present a pie in full and people will be excited you can get a slice of pie at a diner or some other restaurant and i feel like even the worst even like maybe not the worst pies, but not a great pie is still not the worst pie, but a bad cake is a bad cake. Yeah. I, yeah, I would definitely agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like pies are just like 
it like to me it definitely is like a comfort food like mm -hmm. i don't know it's yeah i'm 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 just i'm biased towards pie i like make cakes too and stuff and they're fun but i think usually for my birthday i would prefer like a pie although this past year it was pancakes so <laughs> well you know you I'm a very, like, tradition. oh yeah and like I feel like especially like lately at work it's like when I'm around cakes all the time I'm just like eh it's fine I don't want a cake <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about it <laughs> well Irene did make uh, me a fucking kick-ass cake uh, for my birthday last year I uh, had a a big pot leaf on it right <laughs> yeah <laughs> i need to look at a photo reference of it just Is so i can the, uh, bask in the its <laughs> yeah it was like a chocolate cheesecake uh it had several um pot leaves on it that were not edible it was not an edible cake if this was an edible cake i probably would have been in like a sustained coma for a very long period of time <laughs> But it was, uh, I think they were green tea flavored. Um, and it was oh, just yeah. awesome. I used uh, matcha for the pot leaves to make them nice and green. It was so good. <laughs> and then uh, for Sarah's, was it Was it for Sarah's birthday anniversary? I, I don't know. Was it for our anniversary? For her birthday, I did the like sun tarts um yes that's with, what it like was. the amp on them they were like the big they were like big reese's cups basically yeah that 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 was exactly what i was like trying to go for i was like what about just like a giant fancy reese's cup and those were smaller yeah and they had the Thank sun you. logo on them and the sun amps and oh, they were so awesome and they were great thank you i was so excited to to do all that stuff for you and like yeah, it's it's funny that like before we had met at the Blood Incantation show, I had been following like you and Sarah on social media for a while and like seen that we were at the same shows a lot of the times, but like always kept missing each other. And like, yeah, when and like I'm a huge Sun fan. And so when you had said that for Sarah's, I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, big, absolutely big do that. <laughs> Oh yeah, they're they're incredible. They're so good. Now, do you uh, when you're at home doing your like, you know, your personal bakes, or you do whatever whatever you want to do? Do you bake to music, or do you like to bake in silence? Definitely to music. Oh yeah, I I, I feel like because um, baking can sometimes be pretty like time consuming. That sometimes like when I save, like if I see like a new album has been released that I really want to check out. I'll like save it for when yeah. I know I'm going to be baking something and that'll be like, I don't know. It's, it's like a very soothing process for me. Also. Yeah. Because it takes a while. I can like usually listen to things like start to finish. That was all definitely like kind of why I started like the black metal pastry chef Instagram page um, was because like at the time I was working overnights and um I like wasn't really seeing any of my friends anymore because I was like working all night and sleeping all day and just like wasn't really adjusting to that life and I would be like in the bakery in the middle of the night completely like alone 
and I would just like get to play whatever I want, which was usually like, you know, heavy music and I would get to play it loud. I don't know, even though like I hated the shifts because I like, I need to be sleeping at night. There was something like really special about that time of like, mm. I have the whole place to myself. I can listen to whatever I want. No one's going to bother me. And just kind of like, especially cause like with, um, baking in a bakery when you you like get into like the motions of it you don't even really need to think about it and like which is good if it's the middle of the night and you're like sleepwalking basically Mm -hmm. but you can kind of tune out to like what is in front of you and just like listen to music or think about other shit and not really have to focus on it which is nice I've been uh, I either listen to podcasts or I'll put on like an album or, you know, my kind of like go to playlist when I'm cooking, because it is just like, uh, at least for me, if I've had a bad day, sometimes just like putting on an album and doing like all your and it doesn't and then it it doesn't matter how fucking long it takes, because like you're not the only person you're doing it for is yourself. So I'll just be like, I'm going to chop the carrot really slowly. <laughs> as slow as oh, this yeah. fucking riff. <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to imagine like chopping carrots to like blast beats. And I was like, oh, that's too dangerous. You could probably like do metal is better for that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and like, you know, speaking of like do metal and baking, um, do you ever do you ever or have you ever made uh, edibles and do you enjoy making edible stuff? I have made edibles lately. I have been baking with a lot of like CBD flowers. Mm -hmm. Like I was kind of like trying that out for a while because um, I have a lot of like fucked up back issues and definitely. Oh, I hear the car now too. It's still, or I wonder if that's a different one. (laughs) There's like a traffic jam outside. Um, Sorry. (laughs) No, it's all good. It's really funny. But yeah, my like back pain is definitely like triggered by stress and the stress of like the pandemic and everything going on in the election has made my back pain some days like really shitty. And so I was um, messing around with that for a bit. Um, I haven't really done weed edibles in a while just because like I don't really like edibles for myself um oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> I think it's an immersion blender actually <laughs> sorry that's distracting they're gonna stall out I know damn yeah I like yeah the last time I had an edible it was like a very just like overwhelming experience and I'm I'm a control freak so I like to know like exactly how high I'm going to get and like with edibles you can't really control that because you kind of just like you eat it and then you have to kind of just wait a while and so um I do make them but I just haven't lately because like I haven't I haven't really been like baking for a lot of people lately as much as I would like to be just because we're all isolated and yeah. Definitely heard on that. I've definitely had some bad experiences, but I've, yeah. I've been like, I don't know. I've like tried doing the home, the easy homemade ones and they're just like, they're never good. And I never like the way they taste. So I'm, I'm in the market to try and get some again. 
next time that you're heading to New York, let's talk. <laughs> All right. We'll definitely talk more about that. Sounds good. <laughs> <clears throat> it's funny, too, how you've now had the crossover with um, making and I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> There's a there's a rogue <laughs> toilet on the loose. Oh my god! It's making me concerned about my car. Stay tuned. See like, what happens to my car. If I had a shovel, I would like go out there and be like, just here, like take this. And yeah, I know. Take your car out a little more. <laughs> anyway, since you've had the crossover in your blog um, or Instagram, whatever you want to call it. Uh, between heavy metal and baking like heavy metal always seems to now find its way into something that's radically different than it like you know being made into cute little soap bars and it was all the black metal like corpse paint things or in your yeah. case, um like baked goods and it's just the absurdity of it right just the juxtaposition of like bar big scary angry men with a guitar and it's just like you know shrunk down to like Here's a cute little, I don't even know. Like, here's like a cute little Jezzo board on a cake now, playing like a little graham cracker guitar or something. <laughs> I love that idea. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I do feel like definitely on my end, like, I, I feel like I just kind of like got into it because I was like, this is just like funny. Like, mm. also at the time when, I like first started doing black metal pastry chef. Like I was working in like a bubblegum, like bright purple, happy, cute looking bakery. And like my like, you know, friends and coworkers would like walk by and see me in this like, you know, cute little like bubbly purple bakery blasting like neurosis or like, whatever else and just like the juxtaposition of like oh like yep irene's in the bakery right now like was you my, know my, my college is calling me to tell me that class is canceled tomorrow oh really good yeah, i'm, so I'm still out the car well no my college like that i graduated oh i'm emergency call list i was like oh are you like you know in like grad schools i had no idea oh no that's good to know, I guess. Yep. Even though that doesn't affect you. Yep, they texted me too. That's really funny. <laughs> I, I yeah, I think I, I remember like getting a, a notification from it, and it was like I had gotten a few prior to, but then one day I was like, "What the hell is this?" And I pick it up, and it was like automated calls. Like, this is campus security warning that there is a bear on campus, and I was like, "Oh, great! Good thing I'm nowhere near campus to be, you know, attacked by the bear." <laughs> I would love to get a notification like that. I'm obsessed with yeah, bears. Right? <laughs> From a distance. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, is there like a place where I can safely see the bear, but the bear can't see me, but <laughs> I can just like admire the bear from afar. <laughs> um, anyway, sorry, I, I interrupted cool. you. So you know that college is closed tomorrow. Good. Treacherous outside. Yeah, I think that like, I feel like kind of the same thing with like the soaps and stuff too. Like, I I feel like there's a lot of like metalheads out there who, you know, like us kind of like embrace like the goofiness of 
like the genre of black metal where it's like yeah it is like you know it is silly and let's like be even sillier about it or like I don't know yeah I guess like maybe even I don't know maybe because it would like I don't know it seems like there are like a lot of black metal bands out there who do want to like take themselves very seriously and it's kind of like okay well fuck you your face is bar soap now like (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) I definitely see the humor in it for sure and like for me it was always like like at the time it was just like oh yeah like here I am like blasting black metal in a like bright purple you know bubblegum looking bakery like making cute little cupcakes and stuff but listening to music that would probably scare customers away which to me wasn't a bad thing so (laughs) (laughs) all right so you have to create a baked good based on a metal band or song what is it called and what is it oh and like there's you take your time there's no no rush in fact if you want to think about it i'm just in fact if you want to think about it for a second i'm just gonna grab another seltzer yeah no problem i will think about it brb all right anything can you just repeat the question for me so that i like i want to make sure i like cover all the bases with it i'm taking this question very seriously (laughs) (laughs) uh the question is uh you have to create a baked good based on a metal band or song what is it called and what is it morbid angel food cake (laughs) probably with strawberries that's awesome (laughs) Morbid Angel Food Cake. That's great. Morbid Angel Food Cake. <laughs> I just like how it's like Morbid Angel Food Cake. Just that's it. <laughs> Which actually like Angel Food Cake is pretty hard to make. And I've never done it vegan, but have been wanting to try it. So there you go. Maybe I should, that's that's my next project when I have some time. <laughs> I, I like the idea of it being called Food Cake. Food cake, yeah. yeah. Like if that's how we started referring that. to words as that, like, uh, oh, this is, uh, I don't, I don't, I'm trying to even think. This is um, food machine soup. computer. <laughs> <laughs> this is furniture chair. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why it's called that way. It's really good though, although I haven't had it in a very long time. But yeah. That's that's my new project there, Morbid Angel Food Cake. <laughs> All right, I like it. I was gonna say, should we if if it was gonna be like really difficult, uh, would we have to break it into like a savory and a sweet? And by like that, I didn't mean like a meat pie. Just like if it was a more like, excuse me, like uh, like a bread or something like that. Ooh, I hadn't even started to think about savory stuff. Damn. That one might take me, I might have to get back to you on the savory ideas because I don't know. I've been craving sweets all day. (laughs) That's kind of where my mind is at. (laughs) You know, that's the one thing I didn't, I didn't get before the the storm hit. I didn't get any like 
sweet stuff to to snack on. And now I'm now oh, that no. we're talking about all this, I'm like, oh my, my I'm very sorry. small my very small <laughs> sweet tooth is is getting triggered. I'll have to figure out an alternative. <laughs> yeah, that is like definitely something. Like before the storm hit this morning, I was kind of like I did like a quick survey of like my kitchen. Like, okay, do I have like snacks because I don't know I feel like snacks are like it's not even technically a meal category I guess but like snacks are like my favorite meal I love snacking so much and oh my god yeah. you, and, you and fucking Sarah like it, make, it makes a lot of sense that like you you two get along it's just like Sarah needs her snacks she needs her sweets yep yep she has her basic needs. And I know. <laughs> and she was hitting me up about like sourdough way before the pandemic. I yeah, remember when she was like, asking me about it yeah. and I was like, yes, <laughs> someone to talk about bread with. <laughs> yeah, she got pretty into it. She hasn't done any baking recently, but I'm hoping that she does. Uh, she'll break it out again soon. Maybe we'll do that for Valentine's Day. There you go. So have you been listening? What have you been listening to as of recent? Recently, I have been on like a huge, probably like months and months long sort of like castle black metal-y kick. Just like anything that sounds like medieval fantasy, which is like a lot of black metal. Um, But I feel like it's kind of brought on by like during this pandemic, like I feel like I've like the escapist part of my brain has been kind of like kicking into overdrive where like I'm like reading only fantasy books. I'm like playing RPGs like, yeah, I just go back into Skyrim. Oh, you did. Oh, nice. I, um, I think I'm about to start The Witcher 3, which I have watched my partner play. And I was like, this was like a couple years ago. I was like obsessed. I told them like, please don't play this game when I'm not home because I want to watch you play it. But I like wasn't good at video games at the time. But now I feel like I'm ready for it. But I was playing Skyrim for a bit too. I just like, yeah, like open world stuff. Like I feel like especially because we're like, isolated and like home all the time i'm just like i just want to like like take me to another fucking world like (laughs) this one sucks (laughs) but for bands um yeah just like there's this band um or it might just be one guy um but the band is called uh mistress spelled m-y-s-t-r-a-s and they're from Greece, um, and it's the members of this band Spectral Lore, which I also really love. Um, okay, so Spectral Lore is like a, a fucking s- band. <laughs> we were having this yeah. huge <laughs> break in logic over the weekend where we were like talking about death metal bands, and uh, I was like, and Sarah's like, Spectral Voice. I'm like, yeah, that's the Blood Incantation, like, yeah, like site project. And I was so like, good. And, but I said Spectral Lore, and she's like, no. Spectral voice. I'm like, no, oh yes, 
but spectral lore is a band she's like no it's profound lore the record label i go i'm pretty sure spectral lore is a band and we You're didn't both look at right <laughs> yeah i know we were we're both right both right yeah and both yeah. both are excellent bands i oh my god i love spectral voice that was like a show that got canceled because of the pandemic one of them that i was like really really bummed about um but yeah spectral lore is like a black metal project from greece that is awesome and yeah there's also uh, my friend arno introduced me to this band called ara spelled a-a-r-a that's also just like very like kind of like melodic black metal that sounds like very fantasy kind of like I don't know mystically like that although I think their like newest album I think it's their newest album is like supposed to be based on like the age of enlightenment is like their inspiration for it but that one I've been playing a lot of recently but yeah I just like I'm just all about the like escapist shit right now where like I I just like want to listen to things that make me feel like I'm somewhere else <laughs> yeah heard that or just what anything about that's you hour through the day oh yeah oh, let me see. what have I been listening to uh let's see uh the new- newest fix record was pretty good I like that um Body's got a new album out, so if you're into like weird screaming and noise and reverb, then I was just checking that out. I like this split yeah. um, between these two French bands. One's called Sleazebag, and the other one is called Penne Capital. P E I N E. Uh, it's a three song split between the band. They're they're pretty good. Um, I don't know. There's there has I mean there's been already a bunch of stuff that's come out. Um, and it's been pretty good. Oh, yeah. There's like a new. Um, I really like the band The Ruins of Beverest. Uh, Sarah. Yes. And I think they have a new album out now, but I haven't listened to it yet. So I will have to. I haven't listened to that one either. But now that you mention it, I am planning on making some bread tomorrow. So now I'm like, all right, well, there there's what I'm going to be listening to. Nice. Oh, yeah. Actually, making bread. Uh, the new portrayal of guilt album is fucking amazing it's so good yes oh yeah yeah i forgot about that one yeah (laughs) i i feel like that was one i need to like give another listen to i liked it but i also feel like with the pandemic like i don't know i've been having like crazy like brain fog like the past few months where like you can like tell me something and I'll be like yeah totally I hear you and then like 10 minutes later I'm like what the fuck did we just talk about (laughs) (laughs) yeah and that sometimes has been happening with like albums I listen to also where like I listen to it and be like oh yeah that's good and then like later I'm just like it's left my fucking brain (laughs) yeah I yeah especially like when you just listen to like 10 albums in a row like I yeah. like aggressively consume this shit. So, um, but yeah, that's, that's what I've been jamming to. And <clears throat> I don't know if there's stuff on the horizon. I, I always feel like at the beginning of the year, I'd be like, all right, well, there's like these big albums coming out and then, you know, whatever, I don't know. The year doesn't look that great. And then by like, you know, October, I'm like, wow, there's been so many good albums that have come out so far. 
I feel like I'm terrible at like keeping track of album releases and stuff like that. Like I, I don't think you'll ever see me make any sort of like album of the year sort of list just because like, I like, even like for last year, I tried to think about like, oh, like what albums came out? And it like took me so long to like, I don't know, like scroll back and look. And I like don't have like the memory capacity for it. Hey, um, hey, God but, bless you. Yeah. You don't, you're, now you're not a freak like me. I, I mean, I appreciate looking at everyone else's list because then I get to be like, oh, yeah, that was great. Or I get to be like, oh, I didn't listen to that. Let me go back now and find it. I don't know. That's like one of the main reasons why I like stay on Twitter is to like see other people writing about when new albums come out. Because otherwise, like, like I would most likely like miss that information completely. Like, yeah, I'm pretty spacey when it comes to like stuff like that. <laughs> I just uh, aggressively follow, you know, the do the doom and and other metal releases. Toilet of Hell is always good for a reference. Yes. I love those guys. It's true. It's true. I feel like with the pandemic happening, like especially with social media, it sometimes feels like information overload. Where oh, like, yeah, I'm I'm getting to the point where I am very tired of looking at my phone. It's terrible. It's yeah. But I also kind of feel like I don't know, like I need to like filter through that shit more and be like, no, like this is like the information I actually want to be like looking at right now and like like, I don't want to miss when those albums are coming out. Yeah, it's, but it, it does feel like a minefield every time you open your phone lately. It's a lot. Yeah, I don't think social media should have been used as like an accurate way to promote the news, but whatever. <laughs> this is the life we live. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I do feel like we're kind of like, living in an age with like information can be so easily spread and not all of it gets like fact checked. I feel like especially with like a, you know, a format like with Instagram where you get like those infographics where like if you get like someone to like say something in like one of those infographics with like the really nice font and like the colors that pop, then like how many people actually like read it critically and are like, looking for the sources behind that like statement or that information or whatever and that's like kind of like the beauty but also like the like down point too of like social media is like you can go on there and like say anything but it's a blessing and a burden in that sense i think yeah a hundred percent uh yeah <laughs> I don't I don't think a lot of this stuff was meant to be like compressed down into like, you know, essentially a very small PowerPoint. Yeah. <laughs> Which is why we should be using it to promote bands who need money. <laughs> <laughs> and also using it to promote like, you know, your awesome, awesome baked goods, cakes, breads and whatnot. So um, which is kind of a way of me saying is there anything that you want to plug or promote right promote right now about yourself? I guess like not really. I would say I have been been working a lot lately with this nonprofit called Invictus Enterprises, which like 
none of this is metal related at all, but it is baking related. Um, it's a nonprofit that trains bakers on the autism spectrum to uh, basically like become professional bakers and run their own bakery. And we like recently started a cake decorating program with them. And I honestly, like I haven't even really been like that active on social media lately, just cause I've been like working with them so much. And I love this organization so much, I think, cause it like kind of flies in the face of like everything I hate about the restaurant industry and like everything that I think needs to change about the restaurant industry. Um, so if people are like interested in seeing what a rad group of bakers are up to, I would check them out. Um, I believe their Instagram is um, at Invictus Enterprises. Um, but also like if you're on my page, I tag them all over the, all over the place pretty much. Um, yeah, that's pretty much, that's, that's like kind of it for self-promotion. <laughs> Um, I've got some like music projects coming up, but like nothing too concrete yet. But of course I'll like share that with you when there, you know, is more of something to share. All right, cool. And, uh, you can follow Irene on Instagram at black metal pastry chef, and you can see all the awesome work that she does, uh, when she's cooking or not cooking when she's baking. <laughs> I, told really you, I told you I'm tired. It's been a day. There's winter chaos happening outside. I believe it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's walkers on the North Ridge. Yeah, yeah. There's people trying to back out for like the entirety <laughs> of this interview of their parking space right outside my apartment. <laughs> oh, hopefully they got out and hopefully they get to where they need to go. But I don't uh, hear them anymore. So I'm hoping that I'm hoping that means they got out. And not just like gave up. That would, suck. <laughs> that would suck. Well, thanks for coming on the podcast, Irene. It was great to catch up with you and uh, finally do this episode. Yeah, thank you so much. This was this was so much fun. Thanks for having me. No problem. And uh, you should all go have Irene make you awesome baked goods and cakes and treats and all and all the above. <laughs> I would love to. Thank you. And I will do edibles too upon request. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Um, that will do it for this chapter of the diary. The internet, the internet's not cool anymore. No. I don't. I'm not excited to download. I remember when I used to get excited and download the stupid apps. That was like, do you remember that one app that was like the gun, and you would like hold the phone like this, and you yeah. would just like tap it, and it would be like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I do have one that I think is pretty cool where you like use your camera and you can hold it up to the night sky and it'll show you what planets or oh, constellations yeah. are right there. Like that one I think is pretty cool. The rest of them, yeah.
fuck the internet. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck the internet. Fuck apps. (laughs) We don't, we don't deserve it. No, I want to go back to having a flip phone. 